Welcome to another Mission Self-Improvement podcast. My name is Jacob O'Brien, co-founder of Mission Self-Improvement. And here at Mission Self-Improvement, our passion is improving and changing lives through personal growth. Our goal is to enable every individual we come in contact with to discover happiness and success both within themselves and throughout their endeavors. We are continuously developing content across all platforms to help you achieve your dreams while becoming the best version of yourself. And today, since we've still been quarantined, there's a topic that I've been kind of focusing on. I actually had a family come over to our house and we got on the topic of families and parenting. So uh, I've been thinking about how much time and fun I've been able to have with my family. We've been going uh, to the mountains together, doing fun craft activities, uh, having sleepovers in the living room, and much, much more. It's got me thinking about my kids and how over the last generation I feel like we've lost touch with our kids and how this quarantine may be bringing it back a little. So I thought it would be beneficial to talk about the struggles of parenting uh, and maybe some things that we can do to become better parents. Uh, Currently, I have a three-year-old and a six-year-old. And uh, man, as much joy as it brings, they they definitely like to test your patience. So uh, it's... I mean, parenting is definitely one of those constant struggles, and it doesn't matter if your kid's a newborn, it doesn't matter if they're a toddler, it doesn't matter if they're a teen, and it doesn't matter if they're all grown up and adulting. Uh, It just seems like our kids are put here to test us, uh, test our parenting skills, our leadership, our patience. Um, But on the other hand, many aspects of their life bring amazing new experiences. I love being a parent. I love my kids. There's literally nothing on this planet that I'd rather do than spend time with them. They bring so much fun, so much learning, a lot of pure joy. There's nothing better on this planet when your kid smiles at you for the first time. There's nothing better when you get that heartfelt hug or those snuggles. There's nothing better when you're when your kids say I love you dad, you know, with with both their hands on each of your cheeks. It's just the best. So, you know, but I but I kind of want to talk about both sides, but let's talk about the other side. You know, the cleaning up the walls smeared with markers and poop. You know, kids refusing to eat anything other than candy, refusing to do their homework or go to bed, getting in trouble at school with friends, literally doing everything opposite from what they should be doing, right? And even make it worse, there is no process that works for every parent, for every kid. As much as we'd love to say that there's that that you should do this as a parent or he should do this or when your kids going through this go through this what works for one doesn't necessarily work for others every single kid is different um, how they learn how they respond uh, their personalities uh, they're in a different time in their life uh, it seems like every three months our kids are changing so uh, Bet Davis said if you have never been hated by your child you have never been a parent So how do we stay calm? How do we guide our kids to success in this kind of environment and not kill each other along the way? Now, again, I I know I keep focusing a little bit on the negativity. 
I've been very blessed. My kids, my kids give us very, very little struggle. Uh, we get a lot of love and a lot of happiness. But you know, I feel like we've done a lot of work to ensure that. Now, again, they're still young, and I hear the teens are the are the worst. You know, the worst of it. So I guess we'll see as we we keep going. But but these are things that that I try to do that I feel like helps my parenting uh, each and every day. So. Um, always see the potential in your kids. Uh, think of them as a seed you can plant in rich soil. Water it, care for it, and eventually you are going to have a beautiful flower. There is a lot of potential in the seed and what it can become, but the flower doesn't just grow because of its potential. It's what you do with it that allows the seed to grow to its full potential. What hidden potential is... <laughs> Excuse me. What hidden potential is currently living inside your kids just waiting to be cultivated? Do you take a look at your kid and do you see the beautiful flower that it can be? The idea is first to know that the seed can become that beautiful flower. And second, it takes certain nurturing and great care to help the seed become the flower. Help them see a path. Your child is a unique individual, so unique that they are not you. The things that might drive you crazy about a certain job, religion, friends, schools, might be things that they absolutely love. Please resist the urge to tell your child to avoid certain path just because it's something that you don't like or something that you don't understand or something that doesn't interest you. Encourage your child to try different activities to see what piques their interest and be supportive of their learning. Again, this is to help them see a path. You want them to see the opportunities, different paths, and as they're testing paths, they will learn slowly what the consequences of each path are. If you can show your kids that there's not just one path for them, usually your path you are, I promise you, a million steps ahead of it, of most parents. This is the one thing that I see, especially with older kids, with parents, is parents have this, this, this pre-path plan for their kids. And if their kids doesn't, don't go down that path or live up to that expectation, the parents turn into monsters. And it really forces kids to put their walls up and all trust, all respect, all communication just starts to slowly dwindle. And the longer and the harder that you press as a parent, the worse the walls get. And, and honestly, it's harder and harder to repair the relationship. But I do want to tell you right now, whatever situation your relationship is with your kids, it can be repaired. But it has to be repaired through leadership, through parenting. You got to understand that you're the parent. You're the one that has the influence in the house. Now, you may have lost your influence with bad parenting, but you can change the way that you parent and you can rebuild that influence. Because I'm going to tell you right now, every kid on this planet wants love. Every kid wants leadership and, and parenting. We all want that. So if you're struggling with your kids and your relationship with your kids, just know that all you got to do is start making some changes today. Understand that your kid has walls super high and you're going to have to slowly build them or slowly take them down. 
All right, uh, create an identity foundation. So this is what I, I love. I, I love talking about changing your identity because I feel like if you want anything in life, if you want to become a millionaire, you essentially have to develop the characteristics of a millionaire. If you want to be a good parent, a good leader, you have to develop the characteristics of, of a good leader and a good parent. Whatever it is that you want, you have to change your identity. <clears throat> but a lot of people struggle with that because... The world has this idea that everybody should be able to accept you for who you are and you should be okay with who you are. And and I get that perspective and I, I love you and I do accept you for who you are. <laughs> but if you want to become something greater, you must change. You must change your identity. So <clears throat> with the Identity Foundation, first off, understand that every parent wants their kid to grow up to be successful. Everyone. I mean, there's the few exceptions, but every parent that I've, I've, I've ever known loves their kids so much, and they want them to be happy and successful. They want them to be able to fit in and add value to the community, to their career, to their relationships. But it all starts with developing their core, their internal wiring. That's what I call their identity. As kids are growing up, they learn by experience after experience. So you as the parent, you need to create positive, repetitive experiences that help our kids have certain character qualities. Some call them values, other call them principles. I call them character qualities that we want our children to develop. Qualities such as being self-motivated, being punctual, being respectful, being a good communicator, uh, developing self-discipline, uh, leadership skills, honesty, trustworthy, kindness. There's, I mean, the list goes on and on. These are just a few positive core characteristics. <clears throat> if we truly want our kids to be happy and successful, each and every one of these character qualities goes a long way in each and every aspect of their life throughout their entire life. Okay? And the other cool thing is, is these are usually passed on from generation to generation. So you as a parent, you actually have to practice these because it's really hard to teach your kid to be self-motivated if you're not self-motivated. If you're not punctual, it's hard to teach them to be punctual. If you're a bad leader, it's hard to teach them to, to be a good leader. Uh, grow together. <clears throat> Growth is the ongoing process of understanding and developing oneself in order to achieve one's fullest potential. Now think about this together as two people. You know, the ongoing process of developing you, yourselves, your team, to achieve the fullest potential together. <clears throat> Helping somebody else grow and learn, <clears throat> which allows you to grow and learn, which also translate into just an improved relationship. Pro plus, progress and learning brings little shots of happiness. Happiness and confidence. Growth between two people also creates a unique energy that will help create a forever bond. With growth, you got to understand that you have to grow as a leader. You have to grow as their mentor. You have to grow as their friend. And I know a lot of people say that you can't be friends with your kids, but that's, com that's complete boogie. You need to be able to be friends with your kids. You need to but you also need to be able to be their leader and you need to be able to be their mentor. So grow with your kids. Uh, develop positive habits. Brush and floss your teeth twice a day. Exercise daily. Early to bed, early to rise. Eat healthy. Do homework before play. Clean up after yourself. 
polite at the dinner table, proper hygiene. All I mean, the list goes on and on, and each and every one of these help create fantastic results for your kids that they'll appreciate as they get older. I mean, I am so grateful that my parents just instilled in me to brush twice a day, you know, to brush my tongue, to floss, you know. I have strong, clean teeth with a nice white smile. And uh, if my parents didn't instill this habit, who knows what would have happened, you know? Um, And this is another thing that gets passed on from generation to generation. So, but you got to keep in mind that these habits, they, they're just, I mean, they come naturally, you know, your kids aren't really going to think about it or hate you because they brush their teeth twice a day. They just, as they grow up, they have that habit, you know, same with eating healthy, you know, people are going to be so grateful if they are in shape and have a healthy body because you let them or, or, or because you instilled the habits of, of positive, healthy eating, you know, and exercising daily, you know, each one of these, as they get older, if you created that habit, it'll go a long way for them. Uh, the final thing that I have is remember, it's all about them. Uh, I mean, think about what you truly, truly want for your kids. You know, I mean, it's the same thing that I was talking about. Every parent wants their kids to be happy and successful, uh, to fit into society, to succeed in their career, their relationships, you know, to be an overall outstanding community member. And this only happens when you think about them. Think, what do they need from you? When they're hurting, what do they need from you? Don't be their answer. Try to be what they need. Sometimes they need an ear that'll listen. Sometimes it's a hug for comfort. Sometimes it's advice on a path. Each situation is different, but each situation will play out better every time if you have them in mind. Not what you want for them. If you have them in mind, think about who they are as an individual and what they need from you. Always remember to ask yourself that. What do they need from me? Every action, every facial expression, every word and every gesture gives your child a message about your self-worth and their self-worth. Be aware of your actions and always help your child succeed and more importantly, be happy. I think we get caught up in this this weird illusion that we're supposed to dictate what our kids are supposed to be. And again, I understand that your intentions are pure. I know you want a good life for your kid, but you got to take a step back and think about their happiness. It's more about their happiness long-term. They're going to be alive for hopefully a hundred years and you want them to be happy. And more importantly, you want your and their relationship to be strong for the whole time that you're here. So with that being said, we're going to wrap up this podcast. So thanks for listening to another Mission Self-Improvement podcast. And I really do hope you find inspiration that as you listen to us, make the necessary changes in your life and your journey to become the best version of yourself. Stay safe and have a great day.